This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Todd Republic Podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Welcome to episode 28 of the Talks with Public. My name is Carolina Gusik, and today we're going to talk about five things or steps that I take once I receive an inquiry for a future wedding or a family session or a social event. So the reason why we're doing this today is because it got me thinking, like, how do you manage your inquiries? There is people that They allow clients to send inquiries via text message, via, you know, Instagram messages, Facebook messages, and all that stuff. I am very organized and I want to keep track of everything that I do. So I only receive inquiries via my website through my contact form. Now, of course, every now and then I get a client that is a referral or friend of a friend and they contact me directly either text message or a phone call but I always get back to like hey how you doing please make sure that you send the contact form so I can keep track of everything now before I tell you the five steps that I take we have to talk about contact forms on your website right because that's how I am getting people you know to contact me so uh, my contact form is quite simple I have a couple of requirements and requirements means that if they don't fill up that part of the form, the form won't send, but it's only a few of them. So let me walk you through this. So my contact form, first of all, of course, at the top has the name. Now, because I do photograph lifestyle and weddings, I have name and then in parentheses, I say the yours and your partners. Why don't say bride and groom? because I photograph same-sex weddings also, and I want people to feel included from the moment they contact me. I want people to have that good feeling from the moment they contact me. So name yours and your partners. That is a requirement. People need to fill up that space for me to be able to contact them. And why do I ask for the partner's email? I mean, phone number, I mean, name. Well, because when I address an email, I want to address to both of them. I want to make sure that everybody is being a part of this experience. And again, everybody is included. The second form that I have, I mean, the second space on the form that I have, obviously, is their email. That is the way that I rather communicate with people. I am, again, extremely organized. So when I have an email, I can archive the email in a folder specific for a client we have track of everything that has been said you know an offer and all that good stuff I am not a fan of phone calls but that is just my personal opinion so I rather keep everything on email of course I talk on the phone with my clients once they book me and all that good stuff but for inquiries right away I want to make sure that everything is via done email 
the third uh, step that I have on my contact form is the phone number and the best time to reach them. Even though I'd rather do everything on email, I want to make sure that I have the phone number just in case that I need to reach them, just in case I need to get in touch with them. I know a lot of people out there, they promote the kind of idea or concept that you need to get people on the phone, you need to get people talking. That is a personal choice. It works for some people, for some others it doesn't. I myself, I don't like that approach because if I am going to get somebody on the phone, I want to make sure that it has been a scheduled phone call. I want to make sure that I'm not surprising them, that it's not a bad time for them to call because that could ruin a sale. If you jump the gun and you call somebody and the person is not ready to talk to you, that person can brush you off and be like, oh no, I don't want to do this anymore. And I don't want that with my future clients. I want to make sure that we are all ready to have that, you know, money talk or style talk or whatever the talk that we're going to have. Now, another uh, feature that I have on my contact form is the event date. This one is not a requirement. That means that they don't have to fill up this one to submit the form. But I like to ask, especially for a wedding, I want to make sure that I am available that day. I also ask for the venue. This is not a requirement because, again, if it's a family session, probably they don't have a venue. So this is not an obligation to fill up. Then I ask, how many guests are you expecting? Again, this is mostly for weddings. So again, it's not a requirement. I ask them, how did they find out about me? I want to make sure that if it's a referral, I know if they're coming via Instagram, Pinterest, Google, however they found me. Again, not a requirement, but 99% of people fill up this form completely. Then I have the different question. I have a question that has absolutely nothing to do with photography or, you know, the session that they're having or anything like that. I ask them, what is their favorite TV show? The reason why I do this is because apparently I watch a lot of TV. And even if I don't watch the shows, I am aware of the shows that are now, you know, happening within you know pop culture and things like that so I want to know what are they watching also I want to connect with my clients in a different level I don't want this to be just business 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 I want to make sure that I know something a hobby that they enjoy or a tv show and then which is funny in my contact form I said in parentheses god please let it be game of thrones parks and recs or any shenanigans from Bravo. those are three things that I watch a lot I am a super fan of Game of Thrones and I have found out that 98% of my brides and grooms are super fans of Game of Thrones. So that gives us an extra layer in a relationship. Parks and Recs, super funny. Again, I enjoy it. And I love Bravo. I have no shame on this. I actually have a podcast about how to network like a real housewife. So if we have a point that we can connect in a different level that is not only photography, these are layers to trust, to make sure that you know they feel comfortable, it's a little bit fun. Also, when they are submitting an inquiry, they're probably contacting three or four other photographers. And this question is like a reset for them. It's like, wow, this is different. Nobody else had asked us anything like that. So that's what I do it. So don't copy me, but go and ask a question that they are not expecting. Favorite taco. What's their favorite, I don't know, book, movie, what, I don't know, something that is fun that gives you layers to their relationship. And then, of course, I have a message. The message, it is a requirement. They need to fill up this form. So I want them to tell me a little bit about them or the idea that they have for their session or what have you. And then, of course, a button for submit. 
Now, at the bottom, I do specify that all inquiries get an awesome reply within 24 hours. So they should have a time set or a time frame for when to expect to hear from me. All right, so that being said, once I get an inquiry, somebody has taken the time to fill up this and I, it gets into my inbox. These are the five steps that I take once I open that email. First of all, and most important, once I receive an inquiry and I open it, the first thing that I said is thank you out loud. This might sound crazy to you. This might sound a little bit hippie, but I live in a, you know, good energy environment. I believe that gratitude is one of the greatest assets that you can possess. And even if they are not a client yet, I am grateful that they took the time to take a look at my website and to fill out this form. So I said out loud, thank you. I am not religious, but if you are, perhaps you can say a quick prayer or something like that, you know, be grateful for this person that is taking the time to contact you. Again, they might not be a client, they might not turn into a booking, but so far they did something that other people haven't done or they took the time to approach you, to talk to you. So gratitude is super important in my book. The second thing that I do is I send a, a reply within 24 hours time frame, right? If I'm looking at my computer and I get the inquiry and I have time to reply right away, I replied right away. I don't play it hard to get. Don't do that. This is not dating. You don't play it hard to get with people that want to do business with you. I've heard many photographers that they say like, oh, I don't want to seem too eager. So I wait a couple of days or I wait, you know, a couple of hours or, you know, or right now I don't check my email every day. Wow, this is your business. This is people that want to give you money. Why are you making them wait? Now, if you don't want to seem too eager, if you are editing your photos at three o'clock in the morning and you get an inquiry at three o'clock in the morning and you don't want to seem like you're not sleeping and relaxing, perhaps you can use an app. I believe there is an app that is called Boomerang. I think that's how it's called. Let me check that real quick over here. Uh, hold on a second. Yes, so it is an app for Gmail. It's called Boomerang and you can schedule sending your emails and reminders. So you can, you know, if you're working at three o'clock in the morning, you get an inquiry and you don't want to reply right away, you can go into Boomerang, write your reply and schedule it to be sent at eight o'clock in the morning like a normal person. If you don't care about that, go ahead and send it at three o'clock in the morning. So there are options. So make sure that you are replying within a timely manner. Now, I understand things happen in life. We go on vacation. We are unavailable. If that is the case, make sure the future clients know. Leave a note saying like, listen, I am unavailable until, you know, for the next eight days. So they know not to expect to hear from you in a week. Or if you, during the weekend, you don't check your email, you can have a note on your website that says, all inquiries are replied Monday through Friday. If you're contacting me on the weekend, Make sure you hear from me on Monday. Make sure people know when to expect to hear from you. So option uh, the number three step that I do after I send um, the email, of course, with all the information and all that good stuff is a couple of hours later, you know, like I wait maybe five, six hours, a couple of hours later, you know, if I send the email in the morning, I wait until the night. If I send the email like late in the afternoon, I wait until the next morning to send a text message. Text message in my book 
are not invasive, right? We send text message all day long. You know, if they get the email, I mean, the text message and they're busy, they're going to reply to you later on. But on this text message, I said, hey, Lucy, uh, yesterday I sent you all the information regarding, you know, my wedding collections or families. I just want to make sure that you receive it. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me. And then I sent her a link to my website so she knows who am I. And when they replied, when they said like, yeah, we got it, then I sent them a GIF. I love GIFs, it must be, it's my favorite. And they already told me which one is their favorite TV show. So I sent them a GIF of their favorite TV show. So that creates a good connection. I always get a good laugh out of them. So again, another layer to make things a little bit different. You don't have to be like so dried and you know, super, super tight professional when you're doing business. You can, you know, add a little bit of fun and personality to it. The fourth thing that I do, I don't even know, this is four or five, I don't even know where I am. So the last thing, no, yes, the fourth thing that I do is I add the, the contact to a database. Again, I am super, super, super organized and I like to make sure that I have everything, that, that I'm keeping track of everything. So I add every single inquiry that I get through a database. And in this database, I schedule at what time I send them a reply, if I, at what time I send them a text message, I keep track of everything. So I don't wanna make sure, I wanna make sure that, again, I am not bothering people, that I am not sending an email twice, things like that. You know, we're busy, many things happen. So I wanna make sure that before I send an email, I go to my database and I'm like, okay, I already sent her a reminder. You don't want to do this three, four times. You know, one time is fine. So once they've been added to my database, I wait to hear from them. You know, if they contact me, great. Maybe we kind of schedule a phone call, a virtual conversation, a meeting, whatever the case is. But if I don't hear from them, if they go radio silence in me, I don't take that personally. I'm not creating crazy stories in my mind, thinking that, oh my God, they don't like me. I don't do that. I understand that people are busy, that things happen in life. So I wait about a week and a week later, I send them a reminder. And I said, hey, Lucy, I sent you all the information a week ago about your wedding. Please let me know if you're still looking for a photographer. If so, I'd love to chat with you. Something along those lines. And that's it. I don't send any more reminders. I don't send anything else. By this time, I have sent them the initial email, a follow-up text message a couple of hours later, and this will be the third time that I contact them. If I don't hear after, you know, for, from them after this, I call it a day and I move on with my life. I don't chase prospects, right? By then they have seen my website, they have my pricing, they can make all their decisions on their own. So that's it, people. Super, super simple five tips that I do every single time I get an inquiry. I hope that when you guys get an inquiry that you are following up, that you're keeping track of the people that are contacting you and that you are keeping things fun and interesting for people that want to work with you. That being said, if you are not on our Facebook group on Facebook, I really don't know what are you waiting for. It's a super fun group. We talk about marketing. There is over 300 photographers there when we chat about, you know, business stuff. It's fun. It's friendly. Come on over. We'd love to have you there. And that's it for today. Until next week, have a fantastic week. Enjoy, get tons of business, and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? 
Join our marketing community group. Just search for the Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week.